Okay. So this is the parable of the Good Samaritan. Now, I know that all you good people, put your hand up if you haven't ever heard of the, of the Good Samaritan before. Yeah. Okay. So there's about a thousand churches in the world named Good Samaritan. Schools and seminaries and colleges and so forth and so on. Um, the, the, the Good Samaritan, uh, as a character, is ubiquitous, really, throughout the world, even, even parts of the non-Christian world where there's missionary outposts and things like that. Everybody's heard of the Good Samaritan. And so, you know, to just review this real quickly, Jesus is dealing with this fella. Uh, he's a, he's a, uh, a lawyer, which is a scribe. So his job is, is to really make copies of the Old Testament. That's what he does. So he's not, he's not ignorant. And he does answer the question, you know, of Jesus says, you know, what do you think you should do? And he says, you know, well, I should, you know, love God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, and my neighbor as myself. And Jesus says, you said correctly, you know, go and do likewise, you know. And then, of course, the guy has to say this thing, who is my neighbor? And it says in the scriptures that he's trying to justify himself. That is to say that he's trying to carve out some little section here of, 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 of people, namely non-Jews, which is a, a good portion of the world, uh, that he doesn't have to treat as a neighbor. And then Jesus tells the story of the Good Samaritan. Now, a Samaritan to these people, and again, I'm just this is a quick review because I know most of you have heard this before, but a Samaritan is not a Jew. Racially speaking, a Samaritan is a half-breed. I know that's an offensive term, but that's what they thought of them, a half-breed between an Assyrian and a Jew. So in 722, northern Israel, the divided kingdom, remember after Solomon's son lost it, okay, so you have a divided kingdom, the southern and northern kingdom. The northern kingdom had a series of bad kings. The southern kingdom, good and bad, good and bad, good and bad. And so with all the bad kings in 722 BC, they were carried off to Assyria. 586, the southern kingdom is carried off to Babylon. In Babylon, the southern kingdom did not intermarry with the Babylonians. They remained Jews, and then they all came back, okay, and in Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther, those, and those books there, okay. So the Samaritans are, but when the, when the northern kingdom went up there, they did intermarry with them. So racially, they're not pure-blood Jew. Furthermore, their religion isn't the same. They don't worship because they're not invited to the temple, so they don't worship the temple in Jerusalem. In fact, they really worship there at Jacob's well where the woman at the well was. Okay, that's that's their their center of worship is up in northern Israel, Samaria. Okay, and so these are disliked and hated people. Maybe even more than than people who, like, weren't of them originally. The traitors die first, right? That kind of hatred. Okay. And so Jesus holds him up as the paragon of virtue because what does he do? He sees this, this person and, you know, who is probably a Jew. He's traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho, okay? And he takes care of him. He shows him love, agape love, acts of service, real love, Okay, that's real love. The love that moves you to do something. The love that is self-sacrificing. That's the kind of love. So what's the point? Well, the point is simply this. 
Everyone's your brother. Everyone's your neighbor. Let me say that again. Everyone is your neighbor. It doesn't matter what color they are. It doesn't matter what religion they are. They're still your neighbor. In fact, Christianity conquered Europe. And trust me, they were, our ancestors were pagans. Rank, horrible, murderous pagans. And they sent them up there. And they murdered them. And they sent them up there again. I think the Netherlands murdered like 10 straight missionaries to the Netherlands. I think they hold the record for murdering priests. But it didn't matter. And they weren't the same religion, and they weren't really the same exactly the same race because they were from Italy and stuff like that, but they still went nevertheless. Your neighbor is everyone. But how do we apply this? I mean, how often when you're driving down the road at 65 miles an hour, Do you actually see someone laying in the side of the ditch, bloody and half dead? Literally says half dead. Well, probably not that often, right? You know? So, I mean, you might think to yourself, well, thank goodness for the fire department and the police. You know, they can be be the neighbor to everybody, and I pay my taxes. So, in that way, I guess I'm just a neighbor to everyone, too. Not so easy. Imagine, if you will, the Christian life and particularly the church as a platoon of soldiers working their way up a hill in battle. And everybody is wounded. Everybody. They call them the walking wounded. If you're not dead and you're upright, you're wounded, but you're the walking wounded. And the church is filled with that. I don't mean just a few poor souls. I mean me. I mean Father Wesley. I mean everybody. Everybody has aches and pains, be they physical, emotional, mental, relationships, whatever it is, everybody is hurting. And what I want you to do is to look with kind eyes upon each and every one of you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.